Hello, and this is Ken Foster with the City of Dogs podcast. And um, today we're doing something a little different from what we've done previously. We have two guests. um, And if you're familiar with either the City of Dogs book, which this podcast is inspired by, or one of my earlier books called Dogs I've Met and the People They Found, you might remember Monet um, in... Uh, in Dogs I've Met, she had written to me um, and shared the story of her Rottweiler Yogi who died in a house fire. Um, and her her email at that time was so moving to me and said so much about the relationship that we have with our animals uh, that I included it without you know without any editing because it was incredibly uh, touching and direct. Um, and we kept in touch over the many years since that book came out. Um, and in City of Dogs, we visit with uh, Monet and her daughter Jamila, and uh, as well as Monet's mom Alfreda. And and it was amazing to spend some time with these three generations of women who all have grown up with dogs and rescued dogs and lived in and outside of. New York City with their various animals. Um, we were in Fort Greene, Brooklyn, uh, for the City of Dogs book in the house that they rebuilt after that fire. Uh, and one of the things that Jamila said uh, regarding dogs in her life um, is dogs are great because they help you heal. When it feels like your world is falling apart, it's great to have some kind of support system. And your dogs are always there for you. And I know any of us that have had dogs over a long period of time uh, know that feeling of their unwavering support, no matter what we may be going through. Um, So today we were going to talk with um, Monet and Jamila together. And we had some audio difficulties, some technical problems, um, which is sometimes what happens especially when you're all in three completely different locations. So we ended up um, piecing something together with Monet talking uh, one-on-one with me, and then we follow up with Jamila towards the end of the show. But um, I think you'll enjoy what they have to say. And, um, and so here we go with Monet first. Talking today, how, how are you doing these days? And where are you? Well, right now I am out on Long Island. I was definitely moving between Brooklyn and Long Island until I couldn't anymore uh, because my mom wasn't feeling so great, who's also in the book. So you've been taking care of her and also self-isolating like the rest of us. Um, And how is she doing? Well, I mean, um, this is going to sound horrible, but we are pretty sure that she was one of those early uh, cases that no one understood about, but because you and I are dog people, and I also um, support the the slaughterhouse survivors, which are located in Wuhan. And I was asking doctors questions, and they were looking at me like, "Get out of here, you animal freak!" You know, back in November, December, when I was talking to my mom's doctors. Um, so it's definitely been very interesting seeing how caring for animals and paying attention to what's going on globally 
really helps. It gives you a heads up, you know? Yeah, and also I think having animals around helps, especially when, when we're sick, but also when we're having to isolate the way we've all been doing the past two months. 100%. Um, and your mom is also, of course, a big uh, animal lover. Um, mm-hmm. Can you tell me more about your gr- growing up with animals um, and passing that on to your daughter as well? Mm-hmm, sure. Well, I mean, I've told you this, I'm sure, a million times. and I, I know. We're pretending that we don't know some of what we already know about each other uh, for yeah, the benefit okay. of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was born in uh, the first one of the first things I saw when I got to the house was an adorable brindle colored boxer named Lonnie. And um, and then my parents also got a cat named Feather. So these are the two things that I was looking at when I could look at something. I think Lonnie was excited about me getting here, really. And um, Jamila had the same. Uh, she was born and and there was Carl waiting for her. And that was his, her, that was his baby, you know? So I was Lonnie's baby and she was Carl's baby. And Carl was so a husky. Both, both you and your daughter were raised uh, by parents and by dogs, pets. Yeah. Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think that teaches a person um, that, that I, maybe other people aren't missing? I know I was raised in a family full of pets. Uh, and I was the youngest, so they were just, I mean, to me, it was like they were just there, you know, they were never, there was never a moment that there wasn't a pet in my life, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because my parents, uh, who have both passed away, um, but they, they, from what I know of their childhoods, didn't necessarily have pets. So I'm not sure why they filled our house. It's interesting that they did fill our house with, you know, a Samoyed, Multiple cats, snakes, mm-hmm. tropical fish, uh, hermit crabs. Um, <laughs> we even had a pet chipmunk at one point because there was a chipmunk that kept coming in the house. So we just decided to let him stay. Like, you know. <laughs> That's funny. I know. And it definitely, you know, made me an animal person without my even realizing that that's what I was just because they were always there, you know? Mm. Mm. Well, I, they were always here. Um, and between being here, meaning Long Island, and being up in uh, Nourishelle, and then being out in East New York, Brooklyn, which is a whole other, every, all those places are totally different. But you had animals. Everybody had animals. And I think that it's really important for people, if they can, if they can do it, to have animals. I think that they teach a lot. They teach... Um, they teach love. They teach how to be um, compassionate. They teach responsibility. You know, that's a big part, which is why a lot of people freak out with dogs. Um, cats are a little bit more independent. But they really, they allow people to bond with something other than themselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that definitely is true. And I think... Um... As an adult, I didn't have pets for a long time and then got a dog, much to the shock of everybody. But, mm-hmm. it, it, like, it, I think, made me a healthier person in a number of ways, including mentally, <laughs> because I had something other than myself to be concerned about, you know? 
Yeah. Um, it, you know, he took me outside of my own head, um, where I was probably spending way too much time. Um, and I think that's really important, particularly, you know, talking about the role dogs play in the city, mm-hmm. in cities where it's, you know, especially like New York, it's so crowded, it's so intense, it's so busy, we're so frantic. Yep. And having a pet is a way of, sort of bracketing that with something that is a little bit more grounding and Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily on the same frantic schedule that the rest of the world is on. (laughs) Right. It's true. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I think that there, a lot of people are afraid of that schedule, which is why they won't, um, they're afraid to commit to dogs and they don't think they're going to be happy and they don't think that they should be in a small apartment, but I got news for you. Um, to go back to my childhood a hot second and then I won't, but I actually picked the college because I could take my Newfoundland with me. So I was this skinny little twig running around the campus and I went to school in Poughkeepsie. I went to Vassar and, um, I had this big black Newfoundland trailing everywhere with me and it, it was a big decision for me to go off to college. And then as a result, when I got out of college picking apartments, because at that point people weren't so open to animals everywhere, like they are a little bit better now, a little bit better, but it's just so important. And it teaches you a lot about the people that you're going to deal with too, you know, because it's just, it's just a lovely thing to know that somebody's waiting for you, you know, and okay, you want to go to happy hour. So if you do, you know, you've only got an extra hour or two, and you got to get to the house because the dogs got to go to the bathroom, you know? So it puts you on a, it, it gets you organized and you probably need to go home anyway and freshen up and go back out. <laughs> it's true. There's a lot of things that I've made decisions where, um, you know, either I or even my, or my friends were like, oh, you're choosing your dog over coming out or whatever. But I think it's like, well, not really. I maybe just, you know, making a decision and making a choice, which is something I might not have felt empowered to do if I didn't have a dog to also go home to, you know? <laughs> yeah, because um, you know, it's true, though. You can still, like, really, those of you listening and those of you who are thinking about having a dog or looking at your friends, if we meet you for a quick drink or something, once, of course, COVID is over, I mean, it's okay, right? We can just meet for a quickie and then we can dash away and go take care of our dogs or kids or whatever else we want to right. do. We know? don't, we don't overstay our welcome, which is a good Thanks. thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So what else, what else is on your mind, I guess, about, um, especially right now with dogs in the city and the city being on lockdown, um, you know, I think it's good always in the middle of these crazy, unexpected sort of disasters to have that routine, which for some people is, you know, taking care of their kids, uh, you know, going to work, which we've all had to adjust in some way uh, as well with those things. Um, but I think having dogs that still need to go for a walk still need to go outside, still need to get fed. Uh, it can be very comforting to, to have some degree of a routine that doesn't change when everything else seems to have completely changed. But what else are you thinking or observing about 
uh, dogs and our lives right now in this moment? I mean, there's a lot of things. First and foremost, and I, I know you already know this, but it's very heartwarming to see so many people going to the shelters and the rescues and taking dogs and fostering them. And as I've said a million times, I hope they hold on to them after this, you know. Um, I don't know that life is going to be the way it was before COVID. So it's perfect to have somebody who wants to snuggle with you and, you know, share the couch with you, or if that's not your groove, be on the floor next to your feet, you know, who, yeah, you got to get up and move. And it's easy to sit in the house and not move. And your dog is going to definitely tell you, come on, let's go. Let's go. Even if we go outside for a couple of seconds, go down the steps, go out the door for a few minutes, whatever it is, because even if you're in the city, which most of us are in apartments, you just go out, you put the collar on, put the leash on and put your mask on. And it gives you a chance to just take, even if it's like 20 steps, you know, I, I just think it's so important. It really is. And the love you get back is unbelievable. Yeah. I was really healthy when I had a dog in the city because I had to walk him <laughs> so much and we explored so much of the city uh, because we needed to walk. So, you know, like we were always finding new things and new neighborhoods. Um, and then, you know, and then when I moved and was living in a house with a yard, I, you know, I got lazy and fat. <laughs> really? So dog walks are a good thing for everybody. Um, yeah. I've been, because I've been sitting for two months at home, I finally, in the past week, started taking online fitness classes to make myself move. Mm -hmm. um, and my, my oldest dog is staring at me like, like I'm a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> because he's never seen me do these things, you know? Like... <laughs> Oh my gosh. She's watching from like two rooms away with this look of total concern. Like, do I need to do something? <laughs> uh, I, I hate to join in, but when I took it on, I was just taking a, a workout class. I think we took it, we all took it Monday. And my Kane Corso just stood under my legs as I, you know, you're trying to do the leg lifts. And he was just standing there. And, and I was looking at him like, Max, you're, you're messing up my whole rhythm here which I barely have. So I get it. He was like, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> are we getting, are you getting ready to do, what are you going to do with me? You know? And I was like, it's not you. It's me. Yeah. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I talked to, uh, we actually had some technical, technical difficulties the other day. We were going to do a group conversation with you and your daughter who I, was able to talk to, so she will be coming up next on this episode. <laughs> but I know one of the things that um, you and I talked about in between um, was that because you've been uh, staying with your mother, your daughter, who's also in college, has been sort of in charge of many of the animals and, you know, taking care of the house and your rental apartment. Um, well, the good news is that she's been uh, preparing for this because luckily, you know, again, having animals and also fostering from time to time, um, she's lucky for me, she's into it. So I'm not like, oh, could you? And she's looking at me like, I'm going to, no, you know, but it's been beautiful to watch her uh, step up and knowing that, again, she's also got a lovely big monster of a labyrinth 
uh, mas- <laughs> mastiff, you know, <laughs> right there with her. I know she's she's safe because you'd be silly to bother her. You know? Right. Yeah, we yeah. talked a bit about him. <laughs> Apparently, he's been joining her on her uh, Zoom classes as well. <laughs> oh, I don't doubt it. It's perfect time to work on everything, anything. You can work on tricks. You can work on routines. You can get some great photos. You know. I know. There's so many things. I've been doing some rearranging of my entire house, but also including of my dog's mm-hmm. spaces, essentially. And I know a lot of people that are taking advantage of the time to, to do more training, which is the thing mm-hmm. that we always are like, I'm going to get to it eventually. Well, now is the perfect time because you've got nothing left to do. You've watched every movie. (laughs) (laughs) And now we are transitioning from um, Long Island to Fort Greene in Brooklyn to talk with Jamila, who's holding uh, everything together at at the home. Um, We started the conversation by talking about her newest, biggest dog. He just, honestly, I don't even know how he became my dog. He saw me, and from that point on, he's like, I'm following her. And literally, <laughs> me and this dog have, like, conversations. Like, he's um he's a Mastiff, like a King Corso Mastiff. And literally, like, oh, me and him, he's hilarious. Me and him will just be up. He literally will talk, and we'll just be talking. Me and him will cuddle. That's like my little best friend. Um, that's funny. How long yeah. have you had him? Um, I don't even know. Not that long. He's 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 our newest addition. Um, oh, so he's a recent big dog yeah, addition. Our groomer, <laughs> our groomer found him on the side of the street or something, and was like, "You guys have to take him." So we took him. And did you did you start talking immediately? Honestly, like was no. it as if like, you'd known each other? Or <laughs> I've met no, some dogs like, that feel like me, that to mom, me. But mom is always the one that is like, okay, we must. This is the animal we just must take. And this time I was more iffy because I was like, all right, mom, like we got a lot of dogs. <laughs> like and so with him, like I walked down the steps. And then I just have this big goofy dog just staring at me and like like he he looked all giddy and like excited and I was just looking at him like here we go. And then as soon as I walked down the steps that was it. That's all I remember is just him looking at me like jumping around like how excited they get when they see their owner yeah. or something. And it was like he knew me and I was just staring at him like okay, hi. <laughs> and then after that literally he hasn't left me alone since. So that's my big mumbo jumbo dog and you are in college right now right yeah and obviously now dealing with being a student who can't physically attend classes um does he does he take classes with you now (laughs) (laughs) yeah he does actually and like sometimes I have meetings on my computer and literally he's he's so big too but he sat in my lap for one of the meetings and he was snoring so I had to like apologize and be like hey sorry but he really doesn't <laughs> leave my side like right now I escaped him because I acted like I was going to the bathroom but usually he's literally right next to me um 
Yeah. I wish it's funny because I we've all been on Zoom meetings the past month or two, and I've tried to get my dogs to join me on some of them, and they are just like, uh, no. <laughs> One of the things that I wanted to explore when we were doing the book a couple of years ago, um, you know, is just how much dogs make us social and create bonds within our communities in so many different ways, and yet now we are all self-isolating um and those of us that have animals of course are lucky to have that companionship um but what are some of the challenges that you think either that you're having or that you see other people having having as well as some of the, the maybe the positives that are potentially coming out of sort of relearning our boundaries, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm, al I'm always trying to think through this every day when I wake up. Yeah. I feel like for like me, um, quarantine isn't like, it's, it's a little bit of a struggle, but for me, it's not that much of a struggle because it's like finally a pause. Cause especially living in the city, a lot of people just go, 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 go. And they never give themselves like a minute to just like, stay home actually like we all say like home we love home like return home but a lot of people don't even they just sleep in their house and that's it and they don't really enjoy it so at least like corona kind of just forced us to just stay like stay put y'all like take a break take a minute and like even though people are being super creative in their house which is good because otherwise a lot of people will get stir crazy because i feel like a lot of people are starting to get stir crazy now and that's why like there's been people out in like central park and like not social distancing as much but um with the dogs i think it's like a pleasant like it's pleasant for me because like like i said i'm always out so I spend time with them and like they're my little buddies, but this is like the most I've spent time with them ever in life. <laughs> so like <laughs> if if I didn't get along with my dogs before, now I definitely do if you get what I'm saying. Like now like we're all bonded and like I don't know how they're gonna do with me after like when quarantine ends, because I feel like they'll all have a little bit of separation anxiety because we're just all together, like a little Brady bunch having a good time <laughs> bonding. And stuff. So I agree. I know. Yeah, that's, that's what I feel like my dogs the first couple of weeks were like, why is he still here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they like got that, a little like bit like, week. okay, he's still here. This yeah. is good. Um, but someday, we don't know when, someday I'm gonna be expected to leave the house to go to work again. <laughs> and mm -hmm. and I'm kind of worried that that, you know, may cause some meltdowns uh, because yeah. they've gotten used to me being at their side all the time mm -hmm. and i don't mind that but the reality is i can't always can't do that it. unless it's mandated yeah <laughs> um like, trust and believe when outside opens up i'll be out there can't wait i know but... and i feel like once once the crowds come back i mean the crowds of just the, the regular population yeah. i wonder if some dogs are going to be like where'd these people come from you know like, <laughs> yeah the future is i don't even know like i was talking to a few people about like what to think about it and i just feel like the new, i don't know what to expect about the new normal 
but I know there's going to be a new normal. So I just hope like everyone can, ad- like, I feel like most people are adaptable. So we'll all adapt, but I'm very curious to see what's going to happen. Like, I'm very curious. Very curious. I have no, like, I'm, I know, like, especially living in the city is different. Like other places, like they're opening up and like, it's, similar to how things were they just have to be like cleaner or whatever but i know since we all live in the city stuff is like a lot of stuff is probably gonna change which is crazy but yeah stuff changes like i don't know every decade like stuff changes all the time so i we just have to adapt but i don't know i have no idea what to expect i know i think also it's made me think about how much of our daily lives and how much of how business is done mm-hmm. is based on having huge numbers of people yeah in very small spaces you know yeah <laughs> and like, maybe that's not such a great idea you know yeah. <laughs> it, i'm surprised that that even lasted that long and it's lasted a really long time and like I was yeah. in the beginning, I really didn't even think quarantine was gonna last. Like I was just like, okay, so they're locking us down. The thing I loved about having dogs before quarantine was the fact that I can come home and they were like my reminder to breathe. And now that like freaking Corona is reminding us, hey, you gotta breathe, sit down. They're here to keep me company, so they're just they're just useful. I love them. <laughs> That's like my final thoughts. Love them. They're just, honestly, they're just amazing to me. I know. They always remind me, and talking with people like you remind me of how, like, dogs or other pets just sort of bring us back down to reality. You know, Mm -hmm. they kind of slow us down. Um, and this is also slowing us down in a in a way that we didn't expect. Um, yeah. And it's a horrible incident. And we all have friends and family that are having difficult times or tragic losses. But mm-hmm. at the same time, um, you know, I was I was actually in a seminar the other day where one of the things the seminar leader was talking about was how, you know, a lot of us use keeping busy as a way of avoiding dealing with other things yeah that's true and it's true and i i mean like i was like that is me (laughs) you know (laughs) and this this like you know i can't do what i used to do which is always be busy and and frequently be out of the house you know i would Mm -hmm. come home to take care of my dogs but then i'd need to head out to something and now not only am i spending more time with my dogs but i'm also getting to spend more time with my thoughts and i'm also getting to deal with things that need repair to my house that i've just been putting off you know (laughs) yeah yeah i feel like a lot of people do that i do that and now can't do that no more yeah so i'm like maybe now's the time to develop some better habits in general that i can carry through to whatever the next phase is (laughs) Exactly. And it gives you time to evaluate like your habits and like stuff that's going on because life moves quickly. So most times you don't even have time to like think about, okay, usually it's just like, okay, next, 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 next. 
So even though this is sad and really like crazy, but so, so well, thank you for dialing in. Um, of course, I'm thank going you for having to... us. Even though mom left, yeah, I know. Well, I'm gonna I'm, here, I'm gonna I'm find here. a way of recording some more with her separately and then mix oh, there it she is together. She apparently um, she can't hear yeah, us. Yeah, I got you guys. Or she can hear us, but we can't hear her or something. Oh, she's I'm back. back. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs>